Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's message. I am so excited that you're here. We're doing a little differently this week. I'm back to my higher quality camera, um, which feels really good. Um, so you won't see me on video for the live call. Okay. So I apologize for that. Um, it does feel better. I was getting kind of annoyed with the video quality on the YouTube videos for several months. So I'm back to my Panasonic Lumix and this feels like, um, the right thing to do. Okay. So I'm going to open up the chat room, uh, for those that are live for audio and let's get started here. <laughs> okay. So my name is Joe Renee Feeler, and I love to share messages that help us connect to, I want to say the, the ultimate source creator. I'm a, um, I'm a big fan of living our lives as if we are eternally loved and truly unconditionally loved. Okay. Let me just make sure we are not having any trouble with the audio and it's it zoom flips around a little bit. Um, so I just want to make sure that we are good. Okay. All right. I think we're good. So if anything goes weird in the, um, in the audio, please, and you're live, obviously then chat with me and let me know that there's a problem, but I think we're good to go. Okay. So I love to share messages that help us really feel our internal and eternal connection to source creator. Life is hard enough on earth. And without that eternal connection to this eternally loving, unconditionally loving source of divine energy, it gets even harder. And the plus side is that amazing things happen and we feel so supported in our creator energy when we do connect with that again, from the inside out, my approach tends to be actually quite logical. I like things to make sense, even mentally and intellectually. Oh, that's so interesting. Are we good? <laughs> my screen just totally changed and I hope we're good. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. I hope we're good. If somebody could chat in the message room that you guys can hear me. Okay. I would appreciate it since zoom is doing something a little funky right now. And I don't know why that is. Okay. All good. Thank you ever. <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're good. Whew. All right. This is the, the trick about doing something live. And then I'm also creating a separate recording. So I'm trying to manage multiple things at once. So I apologize. I'm not distracted by the, the message, but the tech sometimes can, um, I just want to make sure we're all good. The video is popping in and out. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. We shouldn't even have video. Um, but some of you may have video turned on and I don't think I can control that. So if some of you are showing your video, then everyone can see it. Okay. Just heads up on that. All right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> all right. So let's get started. I don't have a set plan. I don't uh, prepare a script beforehand. I love to do everything live and really on the fly. And that's actually um, just kind of a heads up. That's kind of a trick I use so that my left hemisphere of my brain isn't controlling the message in a way that gets, I want to say like a block in terms of divine inspiration that comes through from the inside out and works more with my right hemisphere of my brain. So by not having any specific message or even topic prepared, I'm able to work around my left hemisphere of my brain, which is 
<laughs> the way where I lived probably for the first 38 years of my life, as some of you can probably relate to. <laughs> okay, so let's get started. I do encourage you to take a couple nice deep breaths and breathe any way you want to. I've actually, I used to breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth for the deep breathing, but I actually like the just mouth breathing for some reason now. So do it how you're comfortable. Okay, so we're in the midst of a powerful energy surge right now. Um, it's interesting that uh, on Earth, if depending on when you're listening to this, there was actually a significant earthquake in Alaska and I think in Indonesia. Um, the one in Alaska was over eight points. And what's interesting is that I, as human Jill, woke up right about within a 10 minute range of that happening. <clears throat> So there are no surprises, obviously, with that. I woke up and I didn't feel any shaking. Idaho is quite far away, but you never know what it can feel when, and how those ripples move. But um, there's no like 3D logical reason why I woke up, but there's a very esoteric reason. I felt very um, divinely guided. So I got on my phone when I woke up. I was very calm, very relaxed. And I happened to go on Facebook and Ishii um, Canada, a friend of mine on Facebook was posting that there was just an earthquake. So I was like, aha, that may be why I'm up at, you know, 3.20 in the morning my time. So I did some research on, you know, what had happened. And then I felt like human Joe was more informed about what was going on. And I immediately just connected with Gaia. Oh, I didn't know I was going to talk about this. Oh, dang it. I kind of don't want to talk about this, but oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> Some of you are going to love this. And I, as human Jill, am uncomfortable with this. So because I have no evidence, you guys. So human Jill gets scared in some ways saying something that sounds so radical. <sighs> oh, my God. Okay. Hang on. Mm. <clears throat> Guy is like, we're going to do this, Jill. Okay. All right, so I was laying there in bed. I knew about the earthquake and I connected with Gaia and I said, um, you know, basically like what's going on, what's up? And she said, I have to like hold on to my desk. Um, she said, this is not a natural earthquake. This is an artificial she's saying boom and she called it i want to use the word like sonic boom and i don't know if that really applies but she was let me just go back there where what she was talking about at that time oh i am so uncomfortable sharing this i just have to say that oh my god you guys hang with me okay 
because I don't want to add more drama where it doesn't belong. That's why I'm hesitant. And I have no proof, no verification that any of this is true. So part of me is like, is this responsible to talk about this? And my team is like, it, it's all up to you, Jill. You, yeah. I just don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> That's the thing. Human Jill doesn't want to look crazy. Okay, let me just share what we've got. And then we can talk about it. Okay. Heavens, I am so nervous. Okay. Okay. All right. This earthquake experience was, we're hesitant to call it human caused, but humans were involved in it, but it was not a natural, um, normal kind of earthquake, although it was very well disguised as a natural earthquake. There is tech on the planet that some of us know about for such things. Um, the <clears throat> some of the reasons for it were to test the emergency medicine, the urge, emergency, um, not medical, emergency notification systems to see how, um, how well things were disseminated and if everyone was ready. It's very curious to me that it was kind of in the midst of an official USA government shutdown that this happened. Um, and yet things worked seemingly as they needed to. There were immediate, um, the science community, by the way, from what I'm being shown here was not notified that it was a I want to say a staged event, um, an orchestrated maneuver. Oh my God. I'm just, I'm like, Mark, Archangel Michael, I want you like right here. <laughs> okay. Okay. And it was a successful test by those that orchestrated it. It was a successful on their part. Um, it, for those of you that were following it, like I said, I was following it live. The tsunami watches, the tsunami warnings within 30 to 45 minutes, it was identified that the even warning areas that it was canceled. There was no um, actual tsunami threat, even though initially based on um, the, again, the scientific, whatever seismographs and all those things that they watch, they would have expected um, tsunamis in different areas. So um, you can track the, um, and I'll trying to remember to put a link in of, of the updated reports from the source that I was looking at. It was like tsunami.org or something. It's a U.S. government website. But um, it's, I'm looking at it as my team and as Human Jill as a, it's like a, a good kind of test in a way because it didn't, it was enough to hit the readers in terms of the, what is, I keep wanting to use the words, the term sonic boom, but I don't even know like scientifically if that makes sense, but that's the term that I'm calling it in terms of what it was. Um, but the fact that there was no actual tsunamis and, um, you know, catastrophes involved in this, um, it's almost like part of me is saying like, that's good. <laughs> like, that's a nice job that it didn't actually have a literal ripple um, in terms of wave, etc. Um, I'm just looking on the chat and Tom is saying, 
go for it. Thank you. And then he's saying secret harp installation in Alaska, right? Oh my God. Goosebumps. Thank you, Tom. Uh, that's not stuff that I follow, but you're exactly right. Um, they would have all of the tech they needed for this type of um, orchestrated experience. Okay. Yeah, this is interesting. Metatron is just stepping in and he's saying, why is it so scary to talk about? Because again, I don't want to look like a fool. So human Jill, I, I definitely have some sensitivity about, you know, saying something first. Um, there's part of me that loves to say things for the first that I haven't heard other people say. And then there's other things that I don't consider my realm of exp uh, expertise that I'm like, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Is anyone else talking about this? I have no idea. Um, eventually I, um, yeah, my team is like, tell them what you did. Okay, so when I, the first thing I did was I connected with Gaia and that was the message I got, but that didn't, I didn't know yet at that point about the tsunamis were not going to happen. I don't, she was saying, I, she's saying I didn't know that they weren't going to happen either. It was still very unknown at that time. So um, I was, I posted on Facebook right away, like, you know, West Coast peeps, um, like, wake up, <laughs> the alert, because I didn't know if all the sirens and things would work. There has been um, recent tests where some of the alarms, remember the false alarm that went off in Hawaii? Wink, wink, was it false, right? Sometimes you, you don't, sorry, there's a lot for me to process here. And I apologize that this is a little rough. Let me get a drink of water here. Hang on. Whew. All right. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm all over the place here and I can feel it too. And I apologize. Sometimes the warning systems need to be tested and human response needs to also be um, real enough to assess preparedness and training and information and is it going to the right people and is there the human response that is necessary so it's a very bold move right on behalf of um who um those that monitor these systems to to pretend that something is real and like i said the scientists didn't even know that this was an orchestrated maneuver um, very few people knew, and that's the whole point. They're, they're monitoring the whole system. So who is they? Beings that are not named. Um, that's, I don't know if I have any other. Oh, interesting. Um, they're calling them the watchers. They are a, what I would call a white hat group. And again, I'm so out of my area of, of comfort and expertise. So um, but I would call them a white hat group. They are not sinister. They're not benevolent, uh, or excuse me, not malevolent. They're very benevolent, um, very loving, caring. And they were, and, oh God, that's a good, I'm just, this is so weird. The non-human, in other words, the eternal layers of that white hat group was working with um, their human counterparts that um, want to do the right thing and want to make sure that if a disaster happened or a nuclear event um, that there that the systems would be in place and that humans would take it seriously so with this one it's actually a much more successful kind of uh, drill than what happened in hawaii with the false notification um, which had a lot of um, there was a lot of kind of shadiness with that one too 
because of course the concern and this is obviously logical the big concern is that when you have a when you have an a notification that it's real and then it turns out that oh sorry that was a false alarm then you start to get into will people trust the system and that's why the timing of this one came so quickly after the Hawaii event um, this doesn't relate to the Indonesia one the Indonesia one was actually real um, that earthquake so it just happened uh, to coincide with the um, the one in, off the coast of Alaska Okay, <laughs> it's kind of like I'm saying to my team, like, am I done yet? Can I talk about what I want to talk about? Yeah, this is interesting. I'll just share with you guys here that my team is kind of in the background asking me to get comfortable with this stuff. Um, because I do have access to things that other people are also questioning for themselves. And because of my relationship with my team, which includes Gaia, there is a sense of trust and faith that I have in, in my system and if you will, in my connection to kind of go for it in things. Um, and that will help others also gain confidence that have a similar, um, I want to say gift or ability. Um, yeah. Okay. So they're actually, they're actually saying it's, it's good that you're doing this and you're terrified to do it because it shows that sense of owning the fear part which can be very uh, supportive to your, they're saying your cohorts that are also kind of uh, like wanting to leap in, feeling like this was a little off, a little too clean. Um, you know, an earthquake of that size with no tsunamis, it's not that they never happen, but this one was, this one was very well done. Okay. Now I'm kind of rolling my eyes like, oh my God, are we going to talk about other false, <laughs> not false flags, but other kind of weird conspiracy things? Because again, they're not my favorite topic. No. Okay. So let's talk about the white hats. Okay. It seems like a nice segue. Okay. So these benevolent forces that are here to truly assist humanity, they are some of our favorite players. You guys, they feel like us in the higher realms. It's the Pleiadians. It's, it's, um, it's unnamed forces of, of light and love and, um, expertise, divine cosmic expertise, that they may not have human body suits on the ground like, like you and I have human body suits in this reality, but they're very um, involved in ways that they're allowed to be involved um, by the codes of conduct for galactic activity. Never used that term before, but okay. <sighs> okay. So these forces, <laughs> this is uncomfortable for me to say too. These forces are the kind of part of this message. They're a big part of this message today. They're surprised at how gullible we are. Um, the attempts at division, uh, separation of like political parties, etc. this demonization of, of the other guys, you know, guy, uh, candidate and this, this team, this tribe, this, this, uh, false tribalism is happening like way too easy. And I'm just going to let them speak. We are asking you to be more curious about why that is and what a wonderful job that, that, uh, demonization of the other side, what a good job it does separating you from your light. It doesn't have to be that way. 
So some of you have made very emphatic, decisive, I'm in this group and anyone that's in that group is an absolute fool, an idiot, I I hate them. The level of hate and rage and true separation, not just from your fellow humans, but from your own light is concerning to us because that is not how we know this group. And it it's still going on. And there are there's a small, small subset of you that have either restored or always had a, a truer sense of neutrality about uh, party affiliations and individuals and um, ability to look past the facade of a character of a human, especially if they're a public leader where there is a lot of puppetry going on there and managing of them. Um, and really going into the soulfulness and looking at what they represent and what they stand for in this reality. The level of manipulation of individuals' messages, and I would definitely put Trump in this category, just me popping in right there. Um, the level of manipulation and uh, false messaging is so hot right now. And it wouldn't bother us if it weren't having an effect. But the fact that it is so easily just, you know, gobbled up by this group is a concern for us. So we're asking you to be more discerning, to question yourself. Is it, is it that simple? Is it that easy? Um, might it be more complex than, than this media source or that so-called expert or that trusted advisor is making it seem? Everything is more complex than it seems. Nothing is as simple and soundbite. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know for yourself how complex your humanity is. And when you, whenever you're dealing with um, somebody that's pushing the envelope and operating outside of the norm for their role, that's somebody to watch and to support because that's how we see you. We see you as an envelope pusher, as somebody that literally your soulfulness is so much about your purpose for incarnating is so much about redefining what it means to be everything about being human. Um, your family roles, your career choices, your, I mean, everything about you is so um, customized by you and by your soul signature. And we truly celebrate that individuality. So when you are, <clears throat> when this group falls too easily into, we would call it the trap of this postage stamp sized, um, definition of, of another person, that's your biggest warning flag right now because they're trying to put in a very even one dimensional way how somebody is and that doesn't begin to describe them. <sighs> okay. By doing this, you free yourself up to be with your white hat on and supporting their cosmic dimensional layers and how everyone in your reality can be a force for light and a force for upward spiraling energy everyone, even, even that side, even the side that you don't agree with or the side that you don't want to be a part of. There are so many experiences in recorded history from your linear time where 
white hat energy has swooped in either through the human uh, counterpart, right? That would be soul signature to human embodiment of that soul signature or from uh, alliance, allied forces um, of they don't have an, an embodied representative, but they have alliances with that uh, human and their related soul signature. Stay with me. <laughs> okay. to influence events for the positive, for the good. And even some of, um, at that moment, some of the most seemingly tragic, oh no, this is horrible sorts of events can actually have a whole set of, of domino effects of positivity. And plus when they're misrepresented, it's harder to see the white hat positive energy aspects of it relative to what's been announced on TV or on social media, okay? The level of manipulation of the messaging that is so, and this is the one example we're using today, is so anti-Trump that it's, it's, it's humorous and concerning, <laughs> tragic at the same time. There's more going on than meets the eye. Your light in your reality has made a difference from the moment you said that you would be a part of it. We're asking you to trust that more. And we're asking you to try to trust these white hat alliances, not based, not based on blind faith as this passive um, observer, but as an active participant, which you are. We view you as an active participant because you have a human bodysuit and we see your soul signature. We see the level of light and love and eternally divine structure that you represent in your humanity. So we take you, we take this group extremely seriously. So going back to Jill's experience with the earthquake, which we distracted her from to get to hear this part, she wasn't freaking out about the tsunami. Now, granted, that's easier to not freak out given that she's in Idaho, <laughs> right? There's no, no tsunami effects for her, but she was very calm. She wanted to let people know. She started to think about her sister that lives in Seattle, Washington, and how she may be affected. She texted her. She called her. She texted um, her niece. Um, so she kind of went into action in a very calm way. She also felt this very sort of like stabilizing force with Gaia that this could go okay. This could be all right. She didn't know to ask for the tsunamis to be a non-event. So this is a very important part because some of you feel that in order to have a positive outcome, you have to ask for the positive outcome. Um, Jill hears a lot of times when she's talking about her experience connecting with us, etc. Well, you had to ask, you asked for it though, right? She didn't ask for any of this. She didn't ask for any of this connection. No. <laughs> okay. There's so many things that happen in her life and we would say happen in your life that you never asked for. That doesn't mean it's beyond your free will, 
but we're actually trying to remind your more human layers that you don't have to even feel pressure to come up with the right things to ask. Because sometimes, especially in the regular distraction or just being bored in the mundaneness of being human, you're not as passionate or as aware of what could be asked. You don't know what to ask for, right? So there are many times that your soulfulness actually hands you an outcome or hands you an experience, hands you a timeline that your humanness had no awareness of. And that's a a really genius strategy that we have, we as your higher self, your soul signature, divine eternal layers have working with you as our human counterparts. Um, I just want to make sure it's really clear. We are you. Okay. There's not a Oh, that feels so activating. Let me just feel that for a minute. Okay, so some of you have been handed this idea that um, so-called channeled information, etc., is some separate force that you're not um, one with. It's not you. It's some separate entity. You guys, it's you. And we are you. You are us. You are the human representation of the white light of source energy. Okay, that wants good for all in this reality. When you identify with us and any channeled information that you love and that you agree with, that you feel brings you to a space of home within your humanity, it's highly activating for you. Because the previous models of experiencing so-called channeled information had been more of that passive observer, like a baby being fed, right? Feels totally disconnected from where the food is coming from. Um, Just, you know, feed it to me, feed it to me, feed it to me in almost a um, irresponsible, doesn't have any free will sort of childlike way. And that's not how we see you. We see you as an active participant in light on the planet Earth. That's why you're there, right? And there's only so much that we can do as the disembodied energy to affect those positive outcomes from a non-physical way. In order to truly affect the physical layers of this reality, it's, it's cosmic law that there has to be a physical representation of, of some form in order for that to happen. To choose a human to do that in is, is, uh, is another level of influence, right? Because of the consciousness, because of the, the range of activities that a human can be involved in relative to other life forms, physical life forms, okay? Whew, whoa, all right. Sip of tea. Okay. Mm. Ooh, how are we doing? <laughs> I'm just glancing at the chat room here. Um, thank you. Jean is saying, thank you, Jill, for all the love. Love isn't always hearing sweet things like a parent has to be true and honest, even if the child doesn't like to hear it. Ah, well said. And Susanna is saying, beautiful message, Jill. Thank you. I appreciate that feedback. This one started off a little like, what the, <laughs> what the hell are we doing? Where are we going? This is definitely not what I expected. It's not what I asked for. Um, but I'm really glad we went there. And I'm wondering actually if that's a wrap for today. Let me see if there's any um, parts of this. Okay. Hello, Kamaya. She's saying doing well, spot on self parenting. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Ooh. Okay. Very good. Thank you so much, you guys. It 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 is very comforting to my human layers of, as Joe. What's just like, ah, like what are we doing? Um, and yet, part of my soulfulness is like we're here doing what we're supposed to do. <laughs> we're doing here. We're here doing what what we are here to do. Okay. So let me see what you guys. Um, oh, thank you. So Tom is saying, I feel we're privileged to be hearing this now. Um, I have goosebumps on that again, Tom. Um, I see it as we're more than hearing it, though. Do you guys, do you feel that too? Probably especially you, Tom. Do you feel that it's not just about hearing it in a passive way? It's about we are here as human recipients um, receiving what we as our higher self are handing right to us to affect human consciousness, to affect human knowledge, and to positively affect human behavior. Okay, this is one of the few examples of harp, harp and sonic booms, etc., that was actually used for um, a positive example. Harp tends to be um, depicted as sort of a negative, sinister um, manipulation, um, negative manipulation device um, tech. But there are positive applications of it as well. And now, of course, I'm as Jill going like what? <laughs> you know, any, any insights there? And my team is just kind of like, uh, let's talk about that another time. Okay. Whew. Okay, Ever is saying also there was huge energy work going on early on in the call as the issue came up and as you and many of us were dealing with our feelings, fears, and transmuting that for humanity. Oh my God. I totally agree. And I love, thank you ever for saying that. Oh, I just keeps getting goosebumps, goosebumps of confirmation. And I'm so delighted. Um, I feel so proud of us right now. I really, I really do. The fact that we can have conversations like this, that we can be this in sync with our teams, with Gaia at her, I want to say highest levels of being and trust and, um, the wisdom that we can receive at this time, it, this is good. It feels really good. Okay. Let me, let me, I don't, this throat thing is really interesting. I didn't have it an hour ago. Of course not. Okay. <laughs> so Woo! Yeah, throat chakra, Tom, you're exactly right. Okay, let me make sure I, un I muted. I got everything unmuted now. All right, so you guys, that may feel sufficient. Um, let me just, I'll kind of watch the, ch the chat room here, but um, there's a lot going on uh, with me as Jill and my work as well that I want to just throw out there. Um, I leave for Egypt and Petra with 18 others. Um, I leave on February 1st. The official event starts February 3rd and goes through February 14th. Um, I know that this like entire group is going to be part of that in a, in a soulful, energetic, esoteric way. So I'm so delighted and honored to be part of this experience alongside you, whether you're one of the 19 of us that's going or whether you are kind of um, observing and feeling a part of it. This feels so important. Um, not in a we're going here to save the world kind of bullshit nonsense, but we're here to activate these grid lines and further, I mean, because there's been a lot of groups that have gone to these areas, Egypt and Petra Jordan before, and that um, 
pilgrimage continues and every time we go we add new levels of light new code work new grids etc to these systems the amplifiers that the pyramids are is very special very sacred very timeless there were amplifiers in those spots before there were pyramids that's why there's pyramids there okay <laughs> okay so it's not just about the structure of the pyramids it's about the land and about the the tech and the wiring and the portal energy that's in these places oh yeah <laughs> okay and i know i could feel it so much when um when i was first at chichen itza with my husband um, several years ago and then I went a couple of years after that with the group and it, it just there's so much more going on than our human brains realize even without our asking for it again like we were talking about before um, okay so that trip is going on I'm doing a lot of logistical kind of packing I'll be away from my husband and daughters for two weeks and I'm like I know it's gonna be good but part of me is like you know does everybody have everything they need is there enough dog food, cat food? I think of all the things that I do as the mom and the wife to kind of keep the ship <laughs> running smoothly around here. And I'm just, you know, so there's the normal preparation of me packing what I need for two weeks in a very unusual, you know, um, area of the world for relative to my own world, my own, my own regular life. Um, plus all the other sides. So those of you that, that kind of help run the household run smoothly, I know you know exactly what I mean with that extra level of planning that some people just don't even realize that we're doing behind the scenes. So, um, so that's coming up. We have the France trip coming up September 29th through October 6th, I think are the dates. And there's an early bird discount um, that goes through, I think it's January 30th of this, January 30th of the, oh my God, I can't talk. January 30th of this month. So if you're interested in that, please just Google Jill Renee Feeler France, and I'm sure the details will come up so you can check that out. I love to do the travel and I love to meet you in person. It feels so fun and so playful and it really does feel like a cosmic family reunion every time we do it. And we're doing a lot of uh, cosmic white hat sort of things, so it's wonderful. Um, we also have the Zion trip coming up. I had a uh, wonderful experience with John Burgos last week on his Telesummit Beyond the Ordinary, and I do encourage you to check that out. You could just go to beyondtheordinary.com, and then I think it's forward slash replay, and you can see the replays. My replay may be not running right now because they do switch that over every week, but I'll ask them for the MP3 so I can post it on my site. Um, under interviews and on my YouTube channel, etc. Um, what else is going on? Part of that Beyond the Ordinary Conversation is a brand new series called Living Ascended. And when I asked my team what we were going to do um, in that work, they said, we want everyone to know they're ready. Ready for what? Ready for whatever. <laughs> okay. Ready for levels of light that you don't know to ask for, that you don't know you're capable of, that you are ready for and you are capable of. Okay. So I completely... Uh, understand the human layers and you saw them earlier in, in this experience today this kind of hesitation like I don't know this feels a little uncomfortable um, and that is natural when we are here to embody levels of light that have never been embodied before it's uncomfortable and our brains and the way that we're wired wanting to be responsible wanting to be logical wanting to be intelligent not want to look like idiots there is natural hesitation and the level of support that we get 
particularly in this series, in the Living Ascended series, is off the charts. And the tangible examples that they gave, I felt yummy um, when I was receiving the information and I'm getting great feedback from those of you that are participating in it. So, so far it's a very popular series with great feedback. And I think I heard from several of you that you've listened to the replay already several times and hearing new things each time. So that's great too. <sighs> what else? Um, Zion retreat coming up in October. Obviously you can tell I'm loving the travel. I'm doing three trips this year. We have so much support, you guys. We have more support than we realize. And I love to be a part of that, that voice, those reminders. It's not that there's nothing to be concerned about in this reality, but the power of our eternal love, the power of this um, this force of divine light in this reality should never be underestimated, regardless of headlines, regardless of negative sound bites and demonization of different leaders on all sides, by the way. Um, this idea that these humans are just caricatures is laughable. Okay, <laughs> that's good. All right, let me just check in with the chat room, otherwise we will wrap it up. Oh, thanks, Tom. He's saying your tribe will be with you in spirit in Egypt and Jordan. I totally feel that our tribe, right? This is amazing. Um, let's see what else. Okay, that feels good. Okay, woo! I'm excited for this higher quality camera uh, video and it takes longer to edit it because the file is so much bigger because it is high quality, but I'm excited for that. And hopefully I didn't mess up the mute <laughs> on any of them and have, a, have a, just a, a picture of me talking without sound <laughs> for part of it. But um, let's see, am I gonna sing today? I don't think so. I do have a lot to get to. Um, and my team's like, well, you could do one song. Yeah, I could. Let me think about, let me feel into that for a minute. I'll do it. I'll totally do it. Okay. Um, I, there is this very, it's funny. Uh, let, let me find the words here. There is this, there's some music, you guys, that I absolutely love that is from the, my years as a very evangelical, very traditional Christian. Um, so it's interesting how, as for some of us, we don't want that kind of experience anymore. And yet, I still love it. I, there's some of those words and that music still touch me so deeply. And I get it that some of the lyrics don't fit anymore because we're doing such a personal connection to source, a personal connection to Yeshua, to Jesus, um, that evangelical or traditional Christians would say, oh, you know, you're not allowed to do that. Who do you think you are? Uh-huh, exactly. What do you think Jesus was trying to show us? Um, anyway, so uh, to some of you, you may hear the words and just go, wait a minute. <laughs> anyway, but we're going to do it. Um, so let me open this up in another window. My cat Smokey's looking in the window. He'll have to hear that or he'll have to do that later. Okay. Whew. Okay, so it's Mercy Me, Word of God Speak. 
I don't have the best voice, I, I know that. <laughs> Finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is, it's okay The last thing I need is to be heard But to hear what you would say Word of God speak Would you pour down like rain Washing my eyes to see Your majesty To be still and know That you're in this place Please let me stay and rest In your holiness Word of God speak I'm finding myself in the midst of you beyond the music beyond the noise all that I need is to be with you and in the quiet hear your voice word of God speak would you pour down like rain washing my eyes to see your majesty to be still and know that you're in this place Please let me stay amidst your holiness. Word of God, speak. Would you pour down like rain, watching my eyes to see your majesty to be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay amidst in your holiness. Word of God speak. Finding myself at a loss for words. And the funny thing is, it's okay. <laughs> we did that <laughs> Woo! okay that was super fun you guys thank you I'm all like shaky <laughs> okay Woo! okay thank you so thank you <laughs> I actually yeah when I really kind of like let let me go my own way that was really extra fun so that was um, mercy me word of God speak and I do love their music he goes definitely deeper in the octave range than I normally than my voice will go um, but I love it. Anyway, so thank you for letting me sing to you. I love you guys so much. We are so supported. We are so loved and we are our love is endless. It's boundless and so is our light in this reality and I love to do things to help you feel that and know that and go beyond the resistance beyond the mind's questioning of oh my god, this sounds crazy. Yeah, some of the most genius ideas sound absolutely crazy. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye <laughs> for now. 
Okay, you guys. So first I want to say thank you for subscribing to my channel. If you're watching it on YouTube, um, if you are on iTunes, thank you for rating, um, and maybe even leaving a um, some feedback. I think you can do that from the iTunes app, but you may have to go onto your um, computer to do that. But I really appreciate that. If you are doing experiencing this on social media, thank you for liking, commenting, sharing. Um, I really appreciate it. There's a lot of amazing things that we as humans are capable of. And I know this is very out there compared to <laughs> what some people are open to, but you might be surprised. And I do feel it inspires that um, I want to say Holy Spirit within all of us to really break through the boundaries and conventions of what humanity has been because we need more. Um, we need more of that, that love, that soulfulness within our human experience to help humanity evolve like in the right direction. <laughs> okay. All right. So thank you for that. And let me show you where some things are on the website. Okay. Okay, so my site um, right here, just type in jillreneefeeler.com. That's spelled J-I-L-L-R-E-N-E-E-F, as in Frank, E-E-L-E-R.com. And then the Mary trip is at forward slash Mary 2018. If you are on a phone um, or a mobile device, you won't see these menu items, but instead you will see um, a set of lines um, so it'll almost look like a little box and it'll either be on the right hand side of your device or on the left hand side. And that's where you'll access this menu. There's a, a lot of the key information is right here. So you book private sessions right there. I am booked um, at, at least a few months out, depending on when you're when you're watching this. Um, and then the online classes, there are some of my favorites right here. I called it extra hot. Probably not, <laughs> probably not the best term <laughs> to use. Um, we talked about the Living Ascended series, and you can get the links for that right there. Let's see, Minding the Matter is the um, amazing health transformation through food being medicine that I learned from my team a few years ago, and it's amazing. It helps with adrenal fatigue, which I was suffering from. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of things. So check out Minding the Matter, please, if you are needing help with your health Abs, by the way, are not made in the gym. They are made in the kitchen. It's amazing what uh, what things I learned in my process. Anyway, there's a lot of my favorite series um, in there under online classes, Extra Hot. And let's see, in the events and in the store, uh, Travel and On-Site Events is right there, and that's where you'll find out which trips are coming up. I do plan to do some other in-person events. I don't do a lot of those. But I am thinking about doing something in New York um, or New Jersey because it's more affordable um, <laughs> this year. And then I may do at least one event in LA as well. So you will want to keep uh, track of that through events. The weekly messages that we do are all right here under blog, gifted messages, and podcast. There's also articles. And I love to do interviews. And that kind of conversational flow of an interview is more interesting to some of you um, than just the monologue basically that I do. Um, so the interview section is right there. Um, you can sign up for the newsletter right here under home and then newsletter sign up. But I think that's it. Uh, the YouTube channel, everything on my YouTube channel is, is here within the blog section, but you can also go straight to the YouTube channel at the very bottom of the screen. There's a YouTube icon. I'm very active on Facebook. Um, I share things on Facebook, just little, you know, snippets and sometimes longer, 
um, kind of downloads and uploads that I get, I am most likely impromptu just to put it on Facebook and then it wouldn't show up here on my website. So, um, oh, would it? Yeah, that's a good point. I think it does actually, because I have a link, yeah, to my Facebook page in the right-hand column if you're on your computer or down below the main content if you're on your mobile. Okay. All right. That's it. Bye-bye. <laughs>